Hello, hello. As of late podcast, we got my man Marley on deck. What's going on, my man? Howdy. What's good? What's good? Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate howdy, it. Howdy, my man. How's your Friday been, man? Oh, it's been pretty good. It's uh, a little rainy today, but, you know, can't complain, really. It's Friday. No doubt. No doubt. TGIF. Friday the 13th well, at that. That's true. That's true. Perfect day for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Can't go wrong with that, man. You, you believe in any superstitions or anything? Oh, man, I'm not superstitious, but I'll tell you, I have decided that 13 is sort of like my favorite number because is it? It, gets, it gets a bad rap. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to think that it's like a suspicious, like shady number that's like unlucky. And I'm like, man, I'm going to show 13 some love. So that's my number. Really? I didn't know that shit. But well, I have heard the superstitions what it comes with 13. And, um, you know, in certain I was reading somewhere. I don't know which Asian country it is that they don't even let their like floors in their uh, in their don't, uh, hotels go to 13 is that true yeah it's true that is true north korea uh well south korea too they don't have a 13th floor on uh, any of their buildings i don't know about anywhere else but there's plenty of places that uh that'll skip the 13th floor on a skyscraper you know so i guess the juju thing you know just trying to be safe or whatever that's crazy man you put me up you said you've never been into superstitions like that no not really uh I can't say that I have. I, I walk under a ladder. I'll break a mirror, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can naturally do that with your face, you know. And so that comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take a look at it, you know. I'm just playing, guys. I mean, if this is my guy Marley, like I said, as of late podcast, starting you guys off right for this Friday festive <laughs> evening, Friday the thirteenth. Um, I'm a believer in superstitions, man. I believe in all that shit. Black yeah, really. Cats, okay. Black cats, owls, vampires, all that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just had a black cat cross my path the other day, and I thought for a minute, I you know, I had to hesitate. I was like, "Am I about to have some bad luck, or are we cool?" And we looked at each other, and I kind of got the feeling he was like, "Yeah, we're cool," and he went on about his way. So, you know, we'll see. You know what's funny though, like dealing with black cats, dealing with cats in general, man. When I was younger, I think it's because. Uh, <laughs> I think it's because my mom used to have a cat, and the cat was mean as hell. It was it was called Miss Pris. I never forget it. <laughs> and she was literally a prissy bitch. Like she was, she like scarred my face up when like Christmas time. Now, hence I was a kid. You know, kids right, like, they, right. They abuse like now that I'm older and thinking. You don't know how to like. I know that. I know like. I'm probably a cat guy now. Like, <laughs> like they handle their own business. You know, cats don't cats be out the way. You know, yeah, they yeah. Shit. They'll fuck with you when they want to fuck with you. They'll let you know, and yep. they keep it moving. You know, and so like as I've gotten older, I respected them. But as when I was younger, I hated cats because of that Me memory too. of getting scratched by one. And so yeah. dealing with that, my friend, one of my best friends when I was in high school, had a black cat. And some about black cats, man. They just always, they just always look like they up to something. Like, yeah, they do. They sure do. They just yeah, look like some sneaky ass cats. Yep, they like, sure do. Man, I was like, this fucking black cat, man. But you know what? That cat was the sweetest cat I ever been around. That was a sweet that's funny. Cat, man, it, I used to go to sleep at their house, and I wake up the cat be on me. Like, it was right, nice right, cat. right. It you know, I just down one time. <laughs> a dog was trying to chase me. The cat smacked the dog in the face. <laughs> Yeah, those claws don't play either. Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. So I just re- I'm pro cat now throughout my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> same here, same here. I just recently got got a cat, and it's my first cat. I never had a cat. Always been a dog guy, you know. But uh 
this little ball of fuzz showed up on my doorstep whining and crying and wanting food and water and this and that and and before you know it i thought you bought it i didn't know it was a stray Nah, it was a stray yeah yeah i wouldn't go out of my way to buy a cat you know i'm not <laughs> i'm not into him like that See, i but like him but i don't like him like that i don't like him like that but this one here yeah he's uh he's he's kind of won my heart over i guess and so what, I guess, what color is it? Is it like Dom's? It is a black cat. He's a tuxedo. You know, he's got white underneath. He's got the white feet and uh, black on top, and uh, one little white spot on his face. He got blue eyes. Green. Green eyes. Bright green. Yeah, bright green. Watch some green eye. You got watch some green eye black cats, man. They be up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that once or twice. The green eyes. You got to watch out for them green eyes, people. That's that envy. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. That's why they, they up to something. They got something up their sleeve. My shit stays green, but around winter it started to get a little bit brown. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Cats are cool though, man. Uh, it's fun. It's nice having like a, a something that you come home to and it's just like ready to see you and you know ready to spend time with you. It's just like I don't know. You can't do nothing wrong when you own a cat. You know they love you. Yeah, and I think as I've gotten older, like I said, like not even just cats in general, like you appreciate that shit, man. When you, yeah. you know, like you go through a couple fucking badass relationships, and like you know, family may not be as tight. Yes, you, may have, you may have seasons where you know your family may not be as tight, or like you know, you you may be in a season where you don't got a girl, or you know, where you but have that... those lonely seasons. Where I get it now, I get why people get animals. Like, yeah, I, I, I used to be like very, you know, and not like anti-pet but i i would go to your house and pet like play with your pet but i ain't gonna have one in my house right <laughs> right, right but as i've gotten older i've been like man you know what i wouldn't mind having like a little dog or like you know a decent size like like a my dream dog would be like a pit mix with like a um like a bulldog yeah okay bulldog pit mix where it kind of has the chunkiness i guess they call them bullies now like those things are expensive though like, yeah they're they are they are really sought after actually yeah Mm-hmm. Them American bullies, they they just as expensive as them French bulldogs nowadays. I've raised a lot of pit bulls, and I'll tell you one thing about a pit bull, man. It can be the sweetest animal that you ever come in contact with, or they can be vicious. It's all it's all about how you raise them, you know. It's all about you as a person and what you imprint on that animal. But I love pits; like they're the best. They're just the uh, best. My favorite, my favorite dog, that and the Rockweiler probably my two favorite dogs but okay. I was, like you i was raised around um homies and cousins that and my brother he was a big pit bull guy he was a big my my pops was a big dog guy and my brother um he hasn't had a dog in a while me and my brother are roommates but um right. he used to be a big dog guy and one of the most loyal dogs that i ever been in the presence of is his old dog that we used to call big girl and she was a pit bull she was loyal she loved him. She loved me. She would she would tear your ass up if you tried to hurt anything around him. Mm-hmm. She was a good dog. She wasn't about no drama. So it goes back down to what you said. Like it's all about how, who is raising it. It's just absolutely. Like, you know, if you if you know, I was talking to my uh, friend the other day about like just racism and how like it's carried on. Behavior is carried on from generation to generation. A yeah. kid when they're when they're fucking a baby up into a toddler. They're playing with everything. They're playing with everybody. Yep. They don't. Yep. They don't see you. They're the most genuine. You want to get the truth out of somebody, or you want to find out the truth about yourself? Go, go talk to a little toddler, or go talk to like a four or five year old that don't know how to lie yet. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And, you know, I've had that happen to me where it's just like they'll tell you, they'll love you to tell you the truth. They don't care about anything. White babies, black babies. It's yeah. when they get stereotyped. It's when they get them parents or like, you know, that shit in their mind where it starts like you were better than these people or they hear parents talking. You know, or when girls they- are bad or boys mm-hmm. are bad, you know, any number of, yeah, it's a stuff. Shit and, you know, yeah. that they, they soak that shit in, man. Yep. They soak that shit in. To when they get older, they they pass that on to their kids and, and the, the cycle of bullshit continues. Yep. It's the same thing with piss, man. I think, same know, thing. Not, not to bring back like old, old memories of it because I, I, one of my favorite, I was a football fan heavy back in the day. I'm not really. I don't really watch sports like I used to. If I if I watch anything now, it's basketball for the most part. And you know, I mean, come on, how how the fucking Panthers are doing right now? I'm definitely not watching them. Yeah, no. <laughs> fucking um, I was a big Vic fan. So when that shit hit the fan, I, I don't know if you remember yeah. like 2000 when he he went down for that for that that pit bull ring, which I got a part of. He he should have. I mean, mm-hmm. him be letting people think that you can get away with that kind of thing. I mean. I, I don't know. I, we weren't there. We didn't see the situation unfold. But at the end of the day, you know, if you get if you get proven guilty on that, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to uh, it's hard to defend that because an animal ain't never done nothing wrong until you make it do wrong. And you know what I'm saying? So I don't know that I remember that whole situation. And he was he was on top of the world at that time. Oh, man, he was at his peak. He was, he was at, at his peak. peak. He was Absolutely. About to get a new contract. He yep. was just about to, you know, he was like, he was like Cam before Cam. Like, yep. he was like, he was like, shh, quicker than Cam. Everybody you know, knew his name, you know, household name. of everything, Sports Illustrated. He was the America's sweetheart. Yep. And then that happened, man. When that shit hit the fan, boy, they, they. They, they turned on him quick. That. They buried him quick. Sure but did. Like you said, rightfully so. Like, even if he wasn't what I think, and I kind of want to elaborate with this later on, with a different person. It goes back into the the group of people you surround yourself with as well. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like Vic, and he's just you know he's even if he didn't do the time, he's he 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 probably um funded that. You know what I'm saying? He probably funded that. He probably had a cousin that that ruled that. You know that dealt with the pit bull ring. Right, right. I'm Michael Vic. What the fuck am I doing dealing with a pit bull ring? And I'm making fucking. 20 million yeah that's just that's just some shit i feel like he he said he set his homies up you know you get paid you get millions of dollars you still let's not forget he from va and he from like he won one of the seven cities i want to say he from like hampton or something like that he from some, one of them cities in in va where they don't play and right very big on athletics and so he got hood friends and so it'd be like me like handing somebody over like you know i break big and like i get them a bag and with that bag because like they still in a mind frame of like being in a street mind. They may not, they may not invest that in something good. We're not even thinking. Right. Sometimes we look at shit because we don't got research and like killer Mike made a big point of this. Like if you still selling drugs 10 past 10 years and still doing a legal activity and you ain't got a grip on how you can transition that into a legal act, something legitimate, now, mm. then you still in a fucked up mind frame. Cause yeah. he was like, with that 20, with that 20,000, he was like, he was just breaking the shit down, bro. And he was like, man, he said 20 racks. If you really moving like how you saying you moving, 20 racks will get you a storefront subway, dog. Absolutely. Start from that and get and get one and one foot in, one foot out, and yep. do the hokey pokey and turn your whole life around. Absolutely. But cats don't have the research. They don't know the research of that. So they do like what I feel like big people did. Like, yo, this is how we're gonna make our money. We're gonna get some dogs, 
we gonna because it was a big ring, bro. Was, they had like right. they had cats coming in from all over the place to fight these dogs. Yeah, they sure and did. Yeah. Who's the face of this? Who they whose house is it at? Michael well, Vick. So he's the fall guy for it. Yeah. We're gonna throw you under the bus because we already, I mean, like it was on some like I feel like you got your you got your people that was rooting for him, but at the same time, I ain't gonna go to race, but you got certain people where it's like they want to see you fail, and they even they waiting for you to fail. People don't realize that whether you, oh yeah whether you black or white, when you get into the limelight of media, America loves to to shit on your ass, and then if it ain't too bad of a shit, we'll pick your ass back up. But we want to see you that you're like we want to we want to make sure that you stink. We don't like you being like too perfect. Yeah, too yeah, that's sort of the mentality that we got going on now. It's like. Uh anybody that's like really well loved right you know if you're let's just say you're a youtuber for example because that's the kind of world i know let's say you're a youtuber with you know 10 million subscribers well that means you also have pissed off a million people like that's just that's just how it is like you don't get 10 million subscribers without having 1 million people who have something to say or feel some type of way about something you said or did and so when you do make a mistake and you do do something that you shouldn't be doing that 1 million people is going to be so much louder uh, in voicing their anger at what you've done than your other 9 million fans or whatever that you may have. Like you just have any time with any fame comes people who are waiting at the wings to see you fuck up so that they can say, look what, look what we said about this guy. See, I told you, I never liked this guy. Never like that cat, you know. It's like they'd be on standby on a computer waiting for your ass to. Fight. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> brother, refreshing you know, the page. Especially in this culture we in, bro. You, you know, like I know, because you're tech savvy. Like I'm, you more tech savvy than me. So you know how these blogs are and like social media. Cats would be bullies on the net. It's more oh, yeah. bullies on the net now than it is in real life. Oh, absolutely. Like, bully you on the net, and you'll see the person. You'll see them in person and won't say anything. It's absolutely. Say anything to you. Yep. I've had it happen with myself. Not not like bullying on this podcast or anything about, but just in life in general, like stuff like giving me like little side comments about certain things in the past. And I'd be like, what the hell? Like, because I'll know, I'll know the person. Like, right. know, like it's different. Like now some of these people you're not gonna know. But if you know the character of a motherfucker, where it's like, okay, I know this guy ain't built like that. And he knows I'm on the east side. So sooner or later, I'm going to run into you. You're going to bump into each other, I'm, yeah. I'm going to see if you really worth these comments that you're saying. And 90% of the time, they, it don't matter. Ain't about it. They don't, yeah. they won't even look your way. They, yeah. They'll be so spooked because they, they see that like, oh, man, like when, when reality hits you in the fucking face, you can, you can fake that shit till you make it all you want. But when reality sooner or later is going to hit your ass in the face. I told I told the homie this Dom Dominique's friend that works. He's he's working in the jail and he was talking about, you know, just how the the tough times of how like dealing with certain inmates and shit like that. And he was like, "What's the number one thing that I should tell him?" Because sadly, I've been into the I've been into the system not not like long periods of time, but I had to like you know I had to sleep on the, in the cot and I had to dress out, I had to you know go to your cell, nigga, and all right, that. Right. talk shit to me and all that. But dealing with that, that I've noticed, and and Danny Brown said it well as as well, and I said it to this person, whatever you're doing, he was like, in in jail, whatever you are in the real world, it's going to bring that out of you. Like, and and, and that turns meaning, like, if you are, like, you're, you are going to get exposed. Like, later, if you, if you, if you a down to earth dude, that ain't about shit, like, yo, man, I'm just trying to do my bid, get the fuck out of here. 
like you your paperwork clean you ain't gonna you know you ain't gonna have no problem you gonna you gonna you just keep it real with them and they'll keep it real with you if you one of these motherfuckers out here faking that shit like that in them instagram gangsters and shit like trying that, to be you, tough and this and that yeah you're trying to be tough and if you a fake ass frail dude you will be exposed by that yeah they, like they they will get the truth out of you sooner or later so you just had to keep it 100 Yep, and it's absolutely. the same with this. It's the same. I put the, I put that in the same realm with like social media. A lot of these people are gonna talk shit because they know they have. A, and then I, I feel like it's it's really like a a combination. Like because I've seen karma hit where like all that shit talking you did, you did finally meet that person and face to face, and you'd be like, oh damn, oh shit, like I was talking all this shit. I didn't think I'd never run into this person. That's why these people talk shit to these famous people like that because they think LeBron James ain't never gonna read this. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah, fuck they LeBron. The eyes of that. I'm I'm telling you, the universe is a motherfucker. Well, now, there's a nowhere. you you'll be at the store out of nowhere. LeBron's and he pop right up. Down. <laughs> <laughs> what was all that shit you were sucking on Twitter the other day, bro? <laughs> I'm watching these cats, like dude, we in the era where a lot of people are like, and a lot of people are starting to be more open to like not just like you know interviews but making their own avenue with things like look at with lebron with his show and like other people doing their podcasts and stuff yeah yeah listening uh, to these these cats that's in these limelights it, it just reminds you bro how human they they're are. human beings yeah yeah and they're human beings they pay attention to all this shit like i was listening to yay in his most recent big boy interview and he the, the dude interviewing big boy asked him he was like does any he was like do you do you watch any of this do you like does any of these comments that you do you are you that guy that like he was like all this affects me <laughs> he was like <laughs> i look at all this shit yeah he was like and it hurts and i was like damn it just made me think like you know motherfuckers is like us i mean like even you can get as high as you want you still want people to like your shit you still gonna be like man i wonder what they thought about this you know it still, still hurts when somebody got something bad to say about you you know but at the same time, I think part of what makes a motherfucker a great person that can that is able to maintain that high position is they got to be able to roll with the punches. They got to be able to take that constructive criticism here and there. They got to be able to take things in stride. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, somebody will pop in my stream. I know you come by my stream sometimes. Every once in a while, somebody will pop in and roast me, make a joke about me, whatever. And... uh I mean, what are you going to do? You know, at the end of the day, I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, Kanye is doing what he's doing. He can't stop and devote time to all this negative shit. But at, at the same time, after, you know, years and years and years of that, I, that's got to wear on you a little bit. Some of that negativity has got to, like, get rubbed off a little bit. And just, you know, this perception of, like, I wonder how people be thinking about me, especially with social media, where somebody can tweet about you. Somebody can take your tweet and retweet it with a comment. You you weren't even involved in the process, and their tweet <laughs> get more attention than your tweet, and it'd be something negative about you. You will feel some type of way about that, you know? Yeah, man, it'll rub you. To, yo, social media can be the the life and death of a person. Absolutely, it's Absolutely. beautiful how we've gotten to an era where like you can cut the middleman out from a lot of shit. You know, if you know how to market yourself, if you know how to hustle yourself right, you know how to, like, put your shit on the right avenues and the right, like, things like YouTube. Like, how you doing? You got, you know, you don't just got YouTube. You got uh, you got Twitch. You got, you yep. know, you're, you're bouncing back and, and, and letting the people see you in all different angles. Right. You know how to maneuver. You can do it very well. But if if you let this shit get to you, like these these comments and shit, 
and this 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 internet um this internet high school it reminds me it, the internet especially instagram and shit it reminds me of like it reminds me of high school it reminds yeah, me of, oh, yeah. sense of like the cafeteria where it's like you got the you got the you got the popular kids to me the popular kids would be the celebrities mm-hmm. be the celebrities the jocks are the jocks of course inevitable nfl players nba players right right you got you got the you got the pretty ass bitches that you know don't disrespect to the women that's listening to this. You got the pretty no ass disrespect. women that um you know that's made a living off of like being beautiful, being beautiful, yeah. And follow follow get a couple you know they may get date the popular dude or they may date the jock and that that blows their whole image up to where now they're at a level now where they're like, well, shit, I'm here. I'm not going. I'm not looking back down. Right. Where you'll have. The regular Joes and the regular Joes can range anywhere from me to, you know, you to even lower where you may have somebody that, you know, don't that's looking for acceptance following everybody and don't got no followers. And I guess you would consider them being like a geek or a loser or something like that. You could. Yeah. The in-betweeners where it's like you may smoke weed and, you know, you may have met Wiz and be a connect and Wiz may follow you because of that. You know, right. that's how I was with high school too. Like, right, I was right. like a universal type of dude. Like, I, I could blend in anywhere. Not to say I was selling drugs, but like, I was just, I, I was just blessed at that time to just, I guess because I was around older people. Like, I was always, I was always around OGs, you know, even, right. even in high school. Like, you know, I was, I was prepped for high school because like my neighborhood, I was surrounded by OGs that was like, yo, he's, he's with us. Like he's, and so by the time I was in like the 10th, 11th grade, you know, I was chilling. And so like, I was able, but I was cool. You know, I was to myself, but at the same time, I wasn't with myself. Kind of like I am now. You see, I am, I can blend in. Just like in real life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody, but at the same time, you may, you may see me walking by myself, be like, yo, is that Titus? Like, and I'll just be handling my business. Sometimes I just want to have a beer by myself. Yep. Yep. I feel like being like that, being that that type of person is in the long run the best way to be because you don't burn bridges. You're just a cool ass dude. You got a little more freedom. You never know, man. History turns and flips itself around, man. Everybody who's the jock ain't gonna be the jock, man. Everybody, That's it. You know, everybody who was that nerd ain't gonna be that nerd forever. That girl, well, that ugly Betty may turn into Halle Berry. Always, yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, that's, that's how it always goes. Like, it's always, you know, you get your perfect, you know, you get your Leonardo DiCaprio, which is like, come on, this nigga was born to be He's ready, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. yeah. His name is Leonardo DiCaprio. Literally, I looked it up. That's that nigga's real name. That's his name, yeah. He didn't have to change it or nothing, yeah. Nah, <laughs> he came out. Like, it was just like, just be like God was like, Leonardo DiCaprio, come down here. <laughs> yeah. Like some people just you know just got it dude yeah and then other people you know they gotta work for that shit well and like that's to... why i tell people all the time man don't don't burn bridges don't take none of this social media stuff like serious man because at the end of the day man that stuff can lead i i've i've gone through that like that stuff like going into like i have too you know yeah. it'll it'll put you in a mental like lock where yep. like you will be like what the hell am i doing with my life like you yep. don't you just won't want to even look at it no more where it's like now I have to have it in balance because sometimes I'll catch myself. I'll be like, well, damn, man, like why they do that or why they do this? And, you know, if you look at it too much, like I'll, I'll start getting depressed where it's like the depression with me. Like, you know, I'm really big on mental health now because like dealing with my I mean, just perfect example of like this this week that we just went through. I mean, we ain't even talked about it, but we about to talk about it now dealing with the passing of Juice World. Yes, you know, that that came from. A, a soul that was, you know, that was a depressed soul, man. 
that was like already like even even under the situation and we'll 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 elaborate into the situation because there's you know it's stuff's coming out about it now where of course yes. we it earlier dealing with like you know apparently he he swallowed some pills i'm guessing out of fear we talked about this earlier and they found over like I, I i think the number was like what like 70 75 pounds of marijuana yes on the plane on, on a private jet mm-hmm. where even dealing with that you know i was looking at um i was looking at something earlier where they had the mother you know the mother had spoken out and they had her on rolling stone where she was talking about it and she was like you know we loved him of course this is his mother talking we loved him with all his hearts um and she's she goes into another point where it's like you know Wallace told uh, Wallace is the mother's uh, last name, um, as as he often addressed in his music and to his fans. Gerard battled with prescription drug dependency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those, no boundaries. Its impact goes way beyond the, the the person fighting it. Gerard was a son, brother, grandson, friend. So much more to so many people who wanted more than anything to see him defeat addiction. And so I, I read that quote to say, like, even dealing with the, the even if the situation was like how it's coming out to look like, like, oh, he just swallowed it. And like, you know, it was still the mother just showed me that it was still a history. And this man was literally almost in a in almost in a sense of Pete was really this wasn't no fluke, you know, no, this wasn't no, no, it wasn't. This wasn't, no. this wasn't no, um you know, this, you know, because we're in an era now where. You got depressing. You, you got you got sad rap now. That's that's considered a genre now. And it sells, yeah, it sells. It yeah. sells. You know, you got some of these cats that are that are making money off of that. And you know, and I drug addiction like after, keeps you sad. Yeah, and and sadly, it sells too. Yep. And some of these cats are not like you know the peeps. Like you, you what? And I highly recommend you just spend the five dollars, dude. And if you haven't watched it yet, for anybody listening, if you haven't watched it yet. I recommend watching the um the Peep documentary because it uh, really it 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 gives you the inside of like it shows you like it has his mother on there how, mm-hmm. how he started his upbringing and his everybody's mother, everything is the title right yeah. his mother his grandfather the relationship that the love that these that him and his mother had but the pain that this guy was still dealing with. Where it's like a lot of this stuff is deeply rooted from the beginning, man. Pete, you know. Oh, it's for sure. As you get into the documentary, they talk about like how how the the sadness of his father not being there in his life would would lead to the anger as he got older. By the time like he passed away, where he hated his father because he was never around, and people carry that stuff, man. And that that'll that'll lead you to like a, a drug abuse type of life, you know. And that'll unfortunately, that sells well, you know. Yeah, and so like these cats were like. It, they were in the music industry, but they were literally hurt souls in the industry, and it was selling because you got certain fans that that really are going through that shit. You know, I would relate it to like, you know, like my my my, they're they're younger than me, so my nephew my nephew felt this really bad. Like he's he was huge fans, yeah, of, you know of um Juice World, and he was a he was a fan of Peep, and he was a fan of X, who didn't die from drug, but like all these young Still... guys taken out of here so quickly. And uh, it just reminds me of like me when um you know when I was growing up and listening to Kid Cudi a lot because mm-hmm. you know God rest God not not that he's dead God bless that man for being the musician that he is because like kids need to hear shit like that because yeah kids are going through everyday depression everyday pill pill popping taking drugs because they they feel like that they're alone 
And when I heard his music, like how I feel like how my nephew, like he could relate to that, you know, like the, the youth man is like, the youth is depressed, man. And half of it has to do with sadly with social media because it becomes a popularity contest and you get depressed when you ain't getting them likes, man. Yeah, it does. It you does. Get depressed when like you ain't, you ain't getting invited to stuff. Well, when your platform is social media like SoundCloud or this or that, then you that's how you're going to make that's how you're going to make your name. And so it becomes intrinsically like tied to you as a person, you know, whether you want it to or not. Sadly, but I mean, yeah, it just it just that's what I was saying with with Juice. Like that situation happened. It seemed that he was already in a in a mind frame, and I've seen quotes where he was saying he was trying to get off, and he was he wanted to be sober. But man, I, uh, people don't understand, and you can, hello, you hello, can, um, you can relate to where it's like once once you battle certain shit, because I know you've had your you've had your demons, I've had my demons, and you know it's a blessing that you know we ain't in the situation that we were. Like old me, you know, I think back at like you know how these guys were like 21 and, and, and dying. And I think about my past where it's like, you know, I came from a very, especially in my early twenties and I tell people this and they think that I'm joking from, from 21, I would say, man, from like 21 to like 24 is a blur. I don't remember yeah, none 20, of that shit. 21 to like 27. I, I very, I don't remember much of any of it. I just remember where I lived, you know? And, uh, I was miserable at that time. And like, I honestly can't say, I mean, at the age I am now, I honestly can't say that if you pick me up and put me in Juice's position, that I wouldn't be on that same shit. Even knowing what I know, even as wise as I am with the years I have now, I still can't guarantee you that I wouldn't end up in that same position. And something yeah. else, I, something I wanted to bring up to you, which I'm not sure if you had read this and I don't, I don't, I, I can't vouch for this information. I don't have the quote right in front of me and I, uh, I don't know the validity of it, but one thing I saw was uh, his ex-girlfriend was kind of saying, you know, she did an interview and she was basically saying uh, right after he had got signed, they flew, he flew her out to LA and she got there and she knew that he was doing pills already. He had been into pills and stuff. And she had suspected that he was getting into lean and everything. Uh, but when she got there, he went into a meeting. Uh, and please don't quote me if I'm incorrect here. But he went into a meeting with his record execs and came out with a bag of cocaine and more pills. And so to me, I almost like get this impression that he wasn't. Well, the way she described it, he wasn't into the Xanax. He wasn't into the cocaine. He wasn't into the ecstasy and everything else. But when he got in that life and the record execs got hold of him and turned him into a product. That's when it got delivered to his hands and it was just given to him. And when that happens, like, and you're a young cat, you're 21 and you don't know any better. And all of a sudden you're getting cocaine, you're getting pills, you're getting as much weed as you want. Then I'm sorry, but a 21 year old is not ready to make decisions that are going to keep him safe and sound at that point. And nah, man, a twenty-one, a twenty-one-year-old who's on top of the world, who is the breadwinner now of his family, probably minimally at his at his height when he passed away, making minimum seventy-five a show. Yep. And so it's like, dude, like how you have to be, you know how rooted you gotta be, man, to like I, I commend cats that 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 have been in the game long and started at an early age. You know, I used to wonder, like, I'd be like, man, Lord, like, when am I going to get it? Like, for anything from from music to, like, you know, just trying to break in and just, like, 
like find my own find your like, spot like, yeah Lord, when when is that time gonna hit and for me <laughs> i don't regret none of it now because like like you just said like if i if i would have got like what i'm trying to get now like at 20 21 and the yeah. mind frame that i was in before like i got to my situation because like i got bad bro i got laced with some stuff that's why i don't do drugs now i overdose and by the grace of god i mean like i don't I don't regret none of that either because they they got me through. It taught you some things. Like I found, I know you're not a religious cat, but I found Christ off that. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for like sermon, like my pains, I wouldn't have got into the joy that I'm in now, to where I can have that 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 like that that endless joy, you know, that that keeps me at bay, no matter you know when, because trials and tribulations is always going to come. Depression is always going to come. The monkey is always going to try to jump back on your back being an old addict. I, I think of it all the time from smoking cigarettes to be like, man, you know what? Oh, shit, I might want to do a bump or something, you know? Right, <laughs> like, right. For real, dude, it'll still like try to try you into where it's like you have to be rooted. You have to be rooted mentally to get through that stuff. And so just imagine a 21-year-old like him having all this pressure now, being a breadwinner, having a yep. bunch of yes men. Yep. That goes back to your your circle, you know? You know, I thank God for people the, you for keep the around. He's like my brother, like the homies that I had in high school growing up. They'd be like, "Yo, homie, don't do that. Yo, homie, you don't need to do that. Yo, like this is like oh, oh, oh watch from mine. Like my right. brother always say, follow, look at what I do and do better than me. And so he needed, he needed a, he didn't need a yes man. He needed somebody on that plane. Even coming down to the effect of like him swallowing them pills. Yo, if if that's if that's if that's my homie, and He's the breadwinner of this whole organization, and I'm on this plane with you. Okay, get me you. out. Get yeah. me out when we get me out of jail because I'm taking this charge. You ain't yeah, exactly, me, exactly, bro. exactly. It ain't that serious, and I think he panicked with like because he knew probably what was on the plane. I was like, oh man, I'm about to about to go down. Let me just swallow this because I'm used to swallowing stuff anyway. Probably thinking his body can take it, right? And took too much, but that goes back to the circle, man. I, Somebody should have been closer to him to be like, "Yo, man, no, 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 we good on that." Like, I, I'll handle. Don't this. worry, give me, yeah. Give me a good lawyer, dog. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> For real. And I mean, he ain't going out like that. It makes you wonder when you look at everybody over this past year. You look at Peep, who had, uh, he was surrounded by his friends when he died. Well, they his, said that man was friends. there for four hours and nobody's in the documentary. Yep. I didn't even know until watching yep. the documentary that he was on. They were on live. Why they were dead. Snapchatting it? Yeah, they were Snapchatting and it. They didn't know. They thought he was asleep. But yep. it goes back to that. Like even like this is my. This is not just the my homie. This is like the bread. This is why we're touring. And so after a while, like you know, 30, 30 minutes. That's what you need. Like you know, and no disrespect to the tour manager or like because the tour manager is the one who called the nine one one. But he wasn't on the bus during this time. He was doing some whatever, something else. And, you know, you got to have a right-hand man when you're doing stuff like that to always check on you. It you can't know, just like, be you, acquaintances. 30 minutes, especially if you know my mannerisms and you know I'm peep, I'm going to be back up bouncing around in a couple, like, in about 30 minutes or something. Right. Like that. You know, 30 minutes go by, I'm, I'm checking on this dude. I'm like, yo, right. peep, you good? Like, yeah, man. I'm going to have to hear you be like, yeah, man, I'm about to go to sleep. Right. Like, for real. Right. And so, like, I think it was a combination of just cats being in their own world. And not realizing, like, you know, time went by, and then they finally, like, four hours in, was like, yo, like, what's up with him? And you got the same thing with Mac Miller. You got he's by himself in this giant mansion, you know. He's got all these people, various quote-unquote friends who helped him, helped facilitate him getting this particular connect that he had that was willing to send drugs to his house at any time, day or night. 
send prostitutes over and this and that. Those aren't friends. You know, they're people in your life. They're people around you. But, uh, you know, when you don't have somebody there, that's like absolutely 10 toes down, no matter what. But for these young cats, like it's too easy to make a mistake, you know, and it's not like we're old or nothing. It's not like we're like out of that realm of possibility. It's not like that same thing couldn't happen to us. But no, not at all. We've already done seen this happen to mm-hmm. three, four, five, six people in the past two years. So, you know, I, ideally we would learn from that. Ideally, people will learn something from from Juice and from Peep and from Mac. I, I mean, that's what I pray that that somebody will learn something from that. And then this won't be an issue for at least one person in the future, you know? Yeah, I completely agree with you, brother. And then, you know, it comes back to like, it comes back to self-reflection at the end of the day. Cause some people like, you know, you'll have those deaths, you know, and sadly people are still going to keep using bro. I mean, that's just the way yeah. that the world is going to be like with me, you know, like you, your, your own personal, your own personal situation, however you got out of stop using or how heavy you were doing drugs. Like for me, it took me, like I had to like, I had to get fucked up. Like, you know, yeah. I had to about die. Yeah. And sadly, sometimes I've seen cats that like, they still don't change, you know, because some cats get get passed out, messed up, and like they'll have a situation, they'll have a scare, and they'll they'll go right back to right it. back and into like, it. Be like, dang, but you know, I think I thank God, I think the man upstairs, and just having me a good support system to be like, okay, this got to be a better move. I ain't trying right. to go out like this. Right. For me, it was just like a combination of just the lifestyle, the negativity, and and what we were saying in the beginning, the pain. You know, I had a lot of pain in my heart from my past from like past relationships to like, you know, friends to where it was just like, I was like, man, fuck it all. You know, you kind of get in a mind frame where you go through so much depression, you know, the, the enemy, the enemy with that going, just like you got the, like they said, the old expression, like the angel on your shoulder and the demon on the other one, mm-hmm. like yep. that demon on the other one, you let it talk to you the right way, man. It'll have you doing the most worst shit in your life. Sure will. And it was, it was the same. It was the same case for me to where it was like, man, when I got out of that, like, it was like, it was like, I woke up like that was like my second chance. And, you know, I just pray that people like wake up before it gives, you know, cause everybody don't get that. You know, I, you know, it's fortunate. That's why I tell people like my story because I, I talk to the cats that's dealing with like heroin. When I talk with cats, it's like, you know, I feel them from anywhere talking to in person to like, I remember I used to get on Yahoo answers. I'd answer cats on that. Yeah. Like everybody wants to be heard, bro. Everybody wants to be heard. And, you know, like, yeah. people need to hear words of encouragement. Like, yo, man, I've been through that, homie. I'm telling you, you can get through this. It's going to get better. And, well, you know. You know, I, I, and even you, you just got to be there is the thing. If you got if you got a friend, you got somebody in your group, you got somebody you're close with that's going through that kind of thing. You just got to be there. Like, uh, I, I lost my best friend to heroin um, right after high school, like, like a year after high school. And, uh it was rough. It was hard and everything, but you would think that that would have, that would have woke me up. You know, I'm 19, I'm 20. You would have thought that that happening would have been enough to get me to quit doing drugs. And it wasn't, it wasn't cause there wasn't anybody there to say, you know, Hey, I'm here. I'm like the person who was there for me was now gone. And I felt like I wasn't there for them. And I just feel like, I don't know if you knew, know anybody that's going through something like that it, at all costs, you got to be, available to them you got to be available you got to make yourself a you got to let them know that you're there for them uh regardless of what bad decisions they may have or may continue to make you know what i mean i completely agree yep 
So hopefully some of these new cats, and like we were talking about before, the, the, the worst part about it is that with like sad rap and the hip hop game and the, and all of this uh, becoming very profitable and becoming uh, an instant way to start them, right? You can you spin up a SoundCloud, put out a few songs and become famous overnight. And you got all this stuff in your heart. You got all this pain and the record label comes and picks you up. They don't, it's in their best interest to keep you feeling that pain and keep you sad. It is not in their best interest to make sure that you're okay. And that, you know, you have a support system that comes down to the friends and the family. And unfortunately, sometimes life moves too fast. And before you even know it, cats is dead, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, they, that are overnight one song nowadays, man, especially like with the middleman being cut out and like, you're really blowing up now from the internet and like, yep. you still get street buzz, but like most of these youngsters, they're doing it to like the internet route. Yeah. You'll like, like Tekka, you know, overnight sensation. You get one song, you take off and now you're, you, you're torn off of that one song yep. and it'll go zero to 100 real quick. And a lot of these cats, they, they didn't have their shit together before going on tour. So just imagine now getting that money and you on tour now, all these yes men around you. Yep. That'll mess up a youngster, man. Absolutely. So, and circle is very key. Your circle is very key in who you keep, you know? So if, if, if I could give any advice to anybody that would ever be listening to this, it would just be, you know, know who's around you. Know your people. You know what I mean? Know your surroundings. Keep you some OGs around you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yep. that seems to be the case with a lot of these deaths. Just, yep. There's nobody to lean on. Nobody to depend on. But yeah, man. Man, uh, that's... Heavy, heavy, heavy topic on this. A little bit of heavy. <laughs> it was only fitting we have a heavy topic on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, well, it needed to be out, you know. And uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are saying a lot of things right now, and uh, I don't know that all of them are addressing uh, addressing the situation in quite the right way. Not that I'm going to knock anybody for how that they're, how they're grieving, but I think that some of this stuff about you know looking out for those around you and looking out for who's there to profit off you. Some of that stuff needs to be said. Some of that stuff needs to be brought up in the industry. So hopefully, you know, I, I hopefully somebody out there with a bigger reach can, can pick up on that message too. I just hope that, you know, kids in the future coming up, we're coming up on a new year. I don't want to see the same shit we saw this last year. I don't want to see it again this, this coming year, you know? Yeah. 2019 was one of my worst years. Yeah, it was tough when it when it came to like just losing people and you know, but it's you know as I'm coming to a close as we're coming to a close of not not just this episode but this uh this year, you know I take all the stuff that's happening you know I try to learn from it you know yeah like become a better man for this next God willing this next decade you know twenty absolutely I'm I'm doing twenty twenty like. Like, like the vision, baby. I'm 2020. So I'm trying to be clear vision out here. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah. For real, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna take it one step at a time, man. That's the only way to do it. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, if, like I said before, if even one person is saved from losing juice and losing peep, if even one person happens to learn from it, then that's at least one good thing we can we can put in the bank from that situation you know i agree one person at a time yep well guys that's um this is the podcast for the day this is the episode for the day um I hope thank you, you guys have a great um rest of your weekend um new episodes starting um 
Tuesdays and Thursdays, guys. I'm going to start switching it up, doing it twice a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, I like that. I'm going to look out for it. Um, Marley, you want to give them your, um, your information, your Instagram, your YouTube? Yeah, at Mousy 2 k M-O-W-S-I-E 2K. That's a Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, whatever you happen to like. Check me out. Hopefully, I'll uh, Titus will have me on as a guest again in the future. I would love that. I had a good time. So, oh, yeah. we'll see what the future holds, you know. This is a reoccurring guest right here, folks. And you can follow me <laughs> on uh, Instagram. I'm TitusJ704. Any questions you guys or you just want to shoot the shit with me, let me know. All right. You guys have a good one. Appreciate it, man. All right.